0: All, all of the themes that we've been looking at each month is for the purpose of spiritual maturity. Amen? So think about it. The year is halfway over, guys. 2021 is halfway over. It's hard to imagine, right? But as we think about that, think about, are you more mature in Christ at this point of the year than you were you were at the beginning of the year? Think about that for a minute. Have you matured between January and now? Amen. If not, we still got another half a year to keep growing. And, and guess what? It doesn't end in 2021. It ends when Jesus calls us home. Amen. Praise God. But uh, first, we want to just um, dismiss the kids. Amen. We just want to pray for them. If you could uh, stretch your hands forward, we'll just pray blessing over them. Father, we thank you for our children. We thank you for the children's ministry. We pray, God, that it would grow, that it would thrive, Lord. Lord, that you would pour into the children, God, that they would get excited about learning about you Lord, that they would be excited about Jesus and that, God, that they would understand that you have a plan for their lives. And, God, it's a good plan. Lord, we pray over the lesson today that it would impact them. We pray over the teachers and the helpers, God, that they would um, have wisdom and, and patience and love and understanding, God, and your anointing over them as they go and minister in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. All right, so kids, you could be dismissed at this time, amen? And for those who don't know, we do have a kids' ministry in the back. It's right behind the church, amen? Um, The Kidsport building and um, ministers up to age 12, praise God. It's not just a babysitting service. It's an opportunity for them to learn. You know, I, I, I still remember things that were taught to me in Sunday school, amen? How many of us went to Sunday school as kids? Right? Do you remember some of those songs and some of those lessons? It sticks with you, right? So this is why it's important to teach our kids, to bring our kids to church, to train them up in the ways of the Lord. Amen? Praise God. All right, so guess what? New month means new series, and uh, we're going to be talking this month about another tough topic, offense, overcoming offense. Is anybody offended um, out there today? <laughs> um, does anybody get offended we know that uh, offense is all over the world, and I'm not, not talking about defense and offense on a basketball team or a football team, uh, right? But we're, we're talking about things that are done to us that cause us to feel a certain type of a way. Who knows what I'm talking about? Amen? <laughs> um, matter of fact, there's a couple things that I saw in the headlines recently. Number one, by the way, what I share here, um, it's, I'm not making a statement whether for or against these things. I'm just making a point with what I'm gonna share. So maybe you guys saw some of these same headlines recently. Howard U. Dean and former actress, Felicia Rashad, who played, who played Claire Huxtable, who remembers the Cosby show, right? Guess what? She had to issue an apology recently for voicing support over Cosby's release from jail, the, the, uh, her, the school that she works at you know, was very offended by, what she, by her taking that stance that she was basically for Bill Cosby. So she basically had to make a stance saying, I'm sorry that I stood with Bill Cosby. Um, Shannon Lee, daughter of Bruce Lee, she made headlines recently for voicing frustrations over how Quentin Tarantino uh, portrayed her father in a recent film that he made about Bruce Lee and that his character got knocked down very easily by Brad Pitt's character and so that made headlines and <laughs> she was offended by the representation, right? Um, how about another one? Michael B. Jordan, he has a rum that he changed, the, he had to change the name of it because people said that it was culturally, um, cultural appropriation against Caribbean people. And so these stories and many more we find in the headlines every day, right? right? And, and, and why? Um, Because I think that offense, in our day and age, being offended is now almost synonymous with being virtuous. Does does that make sense? That to be offended means, it's it's a good thing to be offended because it means that I am standing up against something. It means that I am standing for what is right or standing against what is wrong. This idea of being offended in our culture is seen as a good thing. But what does the Bible say? about offense. What does the Bible say we should, how does the Bible say that we should view some of these types of things, amen? So that's what we're going to be looking at this month, amen? And we're going to look at just one key verse today. I'm going to look at a couple other verses, but, but the foundation today is going to be one key verse from the book of Proverbs, and it's Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 11, Amen. Let's pray. Father, I pray, God, that as we dive into this topic this month, um, Lord, you give us wisdom, you give us insight, you give us discernment, um, Lord, on how to handle offense, God, how to overcome it, how to deal with it in a proper way, how to deal with it in a a biblical way. In Jesus' mighty name, and the church said, amen. amen. How about the church online? Are you guys watching or are you already at the cookout? Um, You know what? We got tomorrow off, right? So I'm coming to church first. And then I'm going to cook out after. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So, um, number two things, two two real key things that I want to I want to point out um, today from the, from this passage. But if you want to stand with me, we'll read it uh, together. And by the way, guys, today's title. Uh, actually, I'll tell you after we read it. You you can see, you probably already saw it. But um, Proverbs 19 verse 11 says, "Good sense." Does anybody here consider themselves a person who has good sense? In other words, you, you understand what common sense is. My mom has a phrase, when, something, when, something, when somebody does something that's foolish, she'll say, that makes zero sense. Anybody ever hear that, that phrase before? That makes zero sense. In other words, you can't take that to the bank. There's zero sense. Um, <laughs> right? But we need a, I, think, I think in our day and age, um, common sense sometimes seems to be lacking. Amen? So this verse says, good sense makes one slow to anger. And it is his glory to overlook an offense. Let me read that one time, one more time. It's a short verse. Good sense makes one slow to anger, and it is his glory to overlook an offense. You can be seated, amen? Today's title is DuckTales. Whoever watched that, whoever watched that cartoon, I got a picture here um, of the original one. Um, Up here in a minute, you'll see it the original DuckTales. Who remembers Scrooge McDuck, right? Swimming in his money pit, right? But you know what? They canceled that show because the, um, the, the accent of the boys was offensive to ducks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. We, we have, they actually remade it. They remade it. There's, a, there, there's another picture of the remake. A, and the boys, they lost their accents somehow between the 90s and now. They lost their accents. They don't talk like ducks anymore. Um, they talk like uh, boys, but they look like ducks. I don't know, go figure. But uh, <laughs> that's actually not the ducktail that we're going to be talking about today. Um, there's another picture of a ducktail. Any, anybody, anybody familiar with this one? That, that hairstyle is actually called a ducktail, by the way. I never knew that uh, uh, until a couple days ago. No, we're, we're actually going to focus a little bit more on this ducktail. <laughs> An actual duck tail. And you're like, why are we going to talk about that? Well, maybe you figured it out, but if not, you will. It's pretty simple. But God shows us a lot of things through nature, I believe, right? God has a lot of things that he will show us through his creation. Amen. And you believe it or not, we can learn some things from a duck tail when it comes to offense. <laughs> uh, number one, um, this, this part isn't about the duck tail, but number one, we, f- we find in the, uh, in, in the verse uh, Proverbs 19 11, the first portion says good sense makes one slow to anger so the very first key I believe in dealing with offense is slow down slow your roll <laughs> don't be so quick to respond right how many of us we get into trouble right something happens that we didn't like someone says something that we didn't agree with and, and, and right away the blood begins to boil who knows what I'm talking about you feel your temperature rising, right? And, and, and you just got to, you want to respond, you want to react, you don't want to let it pass, you got to, be in the moment, right? <laughs> and guess what? I, I'm reading through the book of Ecclesiastics, you know, and, and Solomon says there is a time for everything, right? So sometimes there is a time to respond, but guess what? When it comes to offense, more often than not, the proper response is slow down, slow down, take a breath, take a breath. Good sense, it says, makes one slow to anger, right? How many times have we responded quickly, but we responded wrongly, right? I don't know how many times, I don't know how many times when something happened that I didn't like, automatically your brain starts to work, right? Your brain starts to make connections, right? This person did that because of this. And they knew what they were doing and they knew they were trying to get on my nerves and they did that on purpose and they're trying to hurt my feelings and they're trying to steal this from me or they're trying to make me upset. Whatever the case may be, our mind is working a million miles per hour. But, but how many times have you been wrong on that? Think about it. I've been wrong a lot of times where I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming. Guess what happens when you assume, right? So what ends up happening is there's been times where I've slowed down And then the truth came out, and I'm like, wow, I'm glad I didn't say anything because I would have made a fool out of myself, right? How many of us have made fools out of ourselves because we didn't slow down. We went 100 miles per hour, boom, and, and we said exactly what we were feeling, right? But how many know that our feelings are not always right? They're not always accurate. Our emotions are not always correct, amen? Good sense makes one slow to anger, right? You know, think about it. You know, we, we, we like our microwaves, right? Because it's quick, you know, quick to heat up the food, right? Quick to warm up the water, quick to do whatever, right? But, but right now, guys, I got some ribs cooking in the oven, low and slow. When you cook them low and slow, they come out a little bit different. Now, if I tried to microwave those ribs, uh, at the barbecue, I don't think too many people, that would still be left. Everything else would be eaten, and there would still be the ribs. Why? Because they wouldn't get tenderized enough. They wouldn't get tasty enough. The flavors wouldn't really get into the meat enough. But low and slow, right? Well, cook the meat. I'm sorry, I just got on, off on a 4th ta- of July tangent right there. <laughs> slow down, Josh. Slow those hung- hunger pains down. No, but wisdom tells us to not be ruled by our emotions. Slow down. Slow down you don't have to get angry about everything process process think ask questions right listen I, I remember back in seventh grade those were simpler times weren't they seventh grade <laughs> um, and uh, I, I remember you know like the highlight of seventh grade is going out to play in the yard going out to play at recess right so we would play all kinds of games who remembers kill the carrier anybody remember that I guess not Um, (laughs) That must have been just in my school, I guess. But uh, you have a football, and whoever had the football, everybody was trying to tackle that one. uh, and, And so if you had the football in your hand, you wanted to either run really fast or throw it out of your hand as quick as you could so you wouldn't get... Killed, right? Not literally killed, right? But <laughs> anyway, so we play tag. We'd play, you know, man, it sounds really violent. I'm, I'm talking kill the carry. We used to play suicide. But it wasn't about, you know, you know, it was about running to the wall. And you had to, if you, if you dropped the ball and you didn't catch it, you had to run to the wall and tag the wall quick before they threw the ball at you. And it was a tennis ball, so it wasn't going to really hurt you that bad, right? But um, you didn't want to get hit it was the idea you had to run. So all these little games we used to play, right? You know, but I remember one day, somebody pushed this kid, and uh, he turned around, and he had fire in his eyes. You know what I'm talking about, when somebody has fire in their eyes, and you know that, uh-oh, they're upset, you know? <laughs> and, he, and, and who does he see when he turns around? He sees me. So what is he automatically assuming? That it was me, that I'm the one who pushed him or hit him. I don't even know what happened. I don't know if he got pushed, hit, something happened to him. And, and he wasn't happy about it. He turned around, and I'm the only one right there, so it must have been me, and so he starts coming at me, and I already, I already you already know the look and the walk of somebody who's coming at you, not to have a conversation with you, right, <laughs> but they want ha- to trade some fists with you, they want to trade some blows with you, so I see him coming, and I'm like, what are you doing, and he's like, you hit me, you pushed me, and I said, no, I didn't, but he kept coming, and he's swinging at me, right? Thank God, you know, um, somebody, I don't even remember who came to stop it, but somebody came to stop it before it went too far, right? You know, but he was, you know, he was, he was upset. He had fire in his eyes. He was, he was angry. He wasn't slowing down, right? Even though I was telling the truth, right? He had already made up his mind. How many of us have gotten into trouble that way? We have our mind made up. It doesn't matter what somebody else tries to tell us. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. It wasn't me. You know, it won't happen again. It doesn't matter. The anger is already up here. And how many, you think about it. When you boil water, when you turn off the, the flame, it's still going to keep boiling for a little bit, right? After a while, it'll simmer down. But, but you know, sometimes it takes a little while. And, and even after the bubbles go, if you were to put your finger in there, guess what? It's still going to be hot, Right? <laughs> So, so some some of us take a little bit longer to cool down than others, right? Um, but but here's the thing: try not to let yourself get there in the first place, because it's a whole lot it's a whole lot easier to, to, to not get there, and, and then, then to try to, then to be there and try to take yourself back down, because once you get yourself up there, it's hard to back down, right? Amen. So um, slow down. Wisdom tells us this. Um, Psalms. Here's a couple verses that are, I think, important with this idea about slowing the anger. Psalms 86, verse 15. And it says, but you, O Lord, are a God merciful and gracious. What does it say? Slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. That's our God. These are his attributes, right? This is the beautiful nature of God. Aren't we glad about it? That he's he doesn't get upset with us every time that we mess up. Every time that we mess up, he doesn't strike us dead. Amen. Right? Every time that we lied and we said we were going to do something, God, if you do this, I will do this, and we didn't do it, guess what? He's still patient with us. He still loves us. Right? He still doesn't strike us down. Right? He gives us grace when we ask for it. Amen. That's our God. And I know what some of you are thinking. Well, guess what? I'm not God. Right? Right? Isn't this what we say sometimes? Well, God is merciful. God is slow to anger, but not me, right? Okay, so here's another one for you. <laughs> but, 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 but let me backtrack, right? We've been talking about discipleship as well, right? And a disciple is somebody who wants to be like who? Jesus right? So if Jesus and God are the same, they are one, right? They are God. They are both God. God, God is merciful, slow to anger. Jesus is slow to anger, right? He's, he's, he's kind. He's gentle. So guess what? As disciples, we are also supposed to be. Amen, right? Amen. But but here's, here's another verse. James 1, verse 19. I didn't give the, the media team verse 20, um, but I wanted to, I'll read verse 20 because I felt like it was a good follow-up and I should have included it. Um, James chapter 1, verse 19 and 20. It says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. And here's the next part. For the anger of man does not produce the right of God. Isn't that a good reminder? Right? That, that very practical. Slow down. Listen. Listen. Don't be so quick to speak. Don't be so quick to get angry. Right? Just slow down and listen. Right? It doesn't profit us much to do that. Amen? If we want to walk with God, if we want to walk in His ways, if we want to be holy, right, anger is not the way that will get us there. Amen? Amen? All right. So um, here's here's another thought, too. Listen more. Pray more. Listen more. Pray more about the situation, right? How many of us pray about the situation? Maybe after the fact, but let's be honest, in the moment, we don't often say, Oh, that person really that person just cut me off and you start trying to follow them on the highway. And, and you you know, how many of us how many of us real quick are like, All right, Lord, you know what? Let me slow down, let me pray right? <laughs> no, the flesh is like, I'm going to follow them. Let me see where they're trying to go in such a hurry, right? Or let me try to cut them off and let them see how it feels. Or, or you want to get in front of them. How many of us have done this? You got in front of them and then you hit your brakes. <laughs> oh yeah. Some of us have probably done that haven't? for two reasons. One, because we wanted to see them stop short, right? And get them frustrated. Or we were hoping they would rear end us and then we could put in an insurance. I hope I didn't give nobody any ideas. Don't you go, <laughs> don't you go and do that. <laughs> Don't you go into that. (laughs) Be slow to drive as you get out of here. (laughs) Amen. Amen. So, another verse. Ephesians 4, verse 26. Ephesians 4, verse 26. Be angry and do not sin. See, what is this telling us? That sometimes it's okay to be angry. It it, it is a human emotion that we are going to feel at times. However, what does it tell us? That in that anger, don't be reckless. In that anger, don't sin. In that anger, don't break the law. In the anger, don't do something to contrary to God's rules, right? And then another key thing, don't let the sun go down on your anger. What is that reminding us? Don't hold grudges. Get, it, if you weren't happy about what somebody did to you, that's okay to feel that anger. But you know what? Let it go. Don't stay with it. It says don't let the sun go down. In other words, don't, by the next day, you still shouldn't be harping on it you still shouldn't be repeating it over and over in your mind because that's what makes us more angry, isn't it? Be honest. When we rehearse that thing in our mind, that's what, made, that's what fuels the anger, right? We could have been okay until the moment we saw that person's face again, and then when we see their face, we think about the incident where they offended us, and then we begin to replay it. And, yeah, she did that to me, and then she said this to me, and I can't believe it. And then we rehearse it. We rehearse it, and we get madder. We start, we start egging ourselves on. We, start, we become our own hype men, right? How many remember that from school days? It was the hype man who was always looking to instigate fights, right? Oh, you heard what she said about you? Oh, you're going to let him say that about you? Oh, and then sometimes they're even making stuff up that wasn't even true just to instigate a fight, right? So, yeah, you get it, right? Slow down, slow down, right? Slow down. (laughs) Don't let the sun go down on your angry. It's okay to be angry, but it's not okay to sin. not okay to stay angry. It's not okay. It's not okay. Feel the emotion. Feel the emotion. Pour it out to God, but then release it. Amen. Number two, release it sounds kind of like this. Here's where the duck part comes in, guys, and you probably figured this was coming. Let it roll. Finish that for me. Let it roll off your back, right? You never heard that saying before? Like water off a, duck, a duck's back, right? Let it roll off your back when it, co- when it comes to anger, when it comes to offense, when it comes to things that were done against you that weren't right, let it roll off back what's the second part of that verse say and it is to his glory to overlook an offense now get this overlook an offense doesn't mean you didn't see it it doesn't mean that you were oblivious to it it means you saw it but you chose not to focus on it you saw it but you chose not to let it land in your spirit amen now ducks they actually have much better eyesight than humans do right So whenever you, if you ever been, you ever been on like a lake on like a little boat or something like that, and the ducks, they're just swimming along. Whenever you get a little close to them, right? They, they, they just start swimming away from you, right? They don't freak out. They don't start making all this noise. They just swim away. But they look so peaceful on those lakes, right? Because all you're seeing is their head and their body. But if you could see underwater, their legs are like this. They're trying to <laughs> But we can learn a lesson from that, right? We don't have to show it always on the outside, right? Well, sometimes we're so quick to show it on the outside when we're upset. Hey, you know what? Stay calm, right? Stay calm just but just move away if you need to move away just keep give a little distance if you have to give a little distance amen but um, but understand the ducks they, they can see it they can see their eyes are on the sides of their heads so they can see almost 360 degrees not quite but almost you know and they can see in the dark as well you know so they can see things i know none of us have problems seeing things right when people do something to us we have no problem not seeing we we see it right that's not the problem. The problem is seeing it and then overlooking it. That's the, that, that's, that's, that's the harder part. Sometimes we're real quick to see it, and then once we see it, we're going to jump on it. And now we've got to make it an issue. Can we learn to see it and then move on? Can we see it and then push past it? That may seem very hard. It depends on what it is, right? It, it, it can be hard to do. And I'm not saying that when somebody does something to you, you shouldn't have a conversation with them. I'm not saying. Matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that in the following month. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that you just let people beat up on you. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying certain things aren't worth your time. Certain things aren't worth the fight. Certain things aren't worth ruining your day over. Amen. Amen? Just overlook them. Let them roll off your back. You don't got to make a fight over everything that upsets you. Amen? Otherwise, you're always fighting and you you never get rest. You never get peace because you're always fighting. You're always offended. Always, you know, somebody's doing something to me. I got to fight it. I can't let it pass. Some of that stuff, you just got to let it run off your back let it roll off your back. Amen. It says it is to his glory to overlook an offense. The word glory, um, it, it's used in different ways. That word that's used for glory there, it's also used in different ways in the scripture to signify the word beauty, right? It, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing sometimes to, to you know, that if I can do this, if I can accomplish this, or if I can let these things roll off my back, it's a good thing. It's a credit to me. It's a credit to you if you're able to walk through life and not let everything stick to you. Amen. Not let everything that comes your way affect you and harm you and damage you. Amen? It's your glory. It, it, it's an ornament, it says, or an honor, right, to be able to live in such a way. Amen? You, anybody ever said about, you ever looked at somebody and thought that about them? That, man, nothing ever seems to bother them. And you admire that in them, right? Like, man, I wish I could be more like that. Right? It, it, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's a good trait. So guess what? We can have that too. Amen? If we learn to let it roll off our back. Amen? Oh, come on, say amen to that. We wait, we need to let some things roll off our backs, right? Then it says it's his to his glory to overlook. That word overlook is also similar to the word pass over or pass by. So in other words, I see it, but I'm just gonna keep moving. Like that duck. The duck doesn't just stay in the lake and just hang out in the middle of the lake. No, they're always moving. It doesn't look like they're moving fast, but if, you, if you're in the lake next to them, you will see that they're, they're not moving fast, but they're, they they're all of a sudden they're over here, and then a little while later they're over there. But when you look at them, they're not moving fast. They're not zipping through the water, but they're moving. They're moving, right? Amen. So, too, we got to move. We can't stay stuck on an issue. Don't stay stuck on an offense. Amen. Learn to just keep moving those feet. Amen keep wading through that mess right sometimes it's messy sometimes it's ugly but learn to keep moving keep paddling those feet amen praise God are you guys getting me today you guys are a little quiet all right we're gonna get to the duck you're like when are we getting to the ducktail part I'm getting there I'm almost there all right I'm there <laughs> so so here here's here's something interesting that I learned about ducks right ducks um they float in water and that saying like duck all, all, water off all, off a duck's back. Their, their feathers are waterproof, sort of. Bo- they're not born with waterproof feathers. What actually happens is two things. Two things that causes them to be able to float on the water, right, and to let water f- fly off of them. Two things. The way their, their feathers are made, they're like an interlocking system. The outer feathers are like an interlocking system. The inner feathers are like down. You ever had, like, remember those down jackets, like goose down, and, goose feathers and stuff like that, right? It's the soft feathers on the inside, that's what keeps them warm. But on the outer layer, it's like these cross, cross-like feathers that kind of help to like make it a little bit more watertight. But that's not what makes it waterproof. Duck tails, right by the tail, there is actually an oil gland that ducks have. And so ducks do something called preening. Preening is, you know, you see like a duck cleaning themselves. Like, they, like they're just going like this all over their, their feathers. What are they actually doing is taking the oil from, the, from their tail and they're rubbing it all over their feathers, creating a waterproof seal on their feathers, right? And, and so they're not naturally waterproof, but, but God has given them the ability to produce oil and that oil, they must apply themselves. Now, I, I find that there's some really interesting spiritual connections to that, right? <laughs> um, because the duck is not naturally waterproof, but has to do something in order to make sure the water can roll off of its back, right? And, and so, too, we know that oil and water don't mix, right? So this is why, you know, the, duck, the water can roll off the duck's back and they can float on the water. Um, but here's the thing. It, there are things that can happen to a duck that can mess that process up. Number one, if they're swimming in a dirty pond, too much dirt gets on those feathers and it messes up that, water, that waterproofing. Also, there's, there's parasites that can sometimes get into the duck that, that, that can also mess up this, this process. And then also, there's malnutrition that can take place and that if their duck is malnourished, it cannot produce the oil that it needs to then it, it will still try it will still try to go back here and rub and but but not much is coming out and so it's doing the work but not much is happening right it doesn't it seem like us as christians at times right sometimes we're walking through life and 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 and, and we we end up in some dirty places and the dirt of the dirt of the world and the filth of this life and the filth of sin you know we 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 strayed too far down the wrong path and we end up in some mud holes come on somebody right we make some wrong choices, right? And and, and the, the mud of sin, the dirt of sin begins to get on our feathers and it begins to to mess our ability up, right, to be able to respond in a Christ like way when offense comes our way. Amen. And then we also know that the enemy is after us, just like those parasites, right? Trying to get under our skin, right? Get under our feathers, so to speak, right? And mess with us and and, and affect our ability, right, to walk in a Christ like manner. Amen? And then we know that just like the duck can be malnourished, we can be malnourished when we are not giving ourselves a daily dose of the word and of prayer. Come on, somebody, right? <laughs> how, do we, how do we make sure that we are healthy and strong and we are adequately equipped to handle the things that come our way, right? We, we have to be in the right places. We have to do the right things, and we have to feed ourselves the right things. Amen? You seeing the connections here? Amen. So Galatians chapter five, uh, verse twenty-two and twenty-three. This is the fruit of the spirit, right? Um, I, I find it interesting that it's oil, right? You know that it's actual oil that they have these oil gland that they can rub over their bodies, right? And, and so too we 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 know that in the scripture a lot of times oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit, right? And so Galatians five twenty-two and twenty-three. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now here's the thing. Some ducks, they might preen maybe four or five times a day to make sure that they are staying adequately coated. How often are we staying coated? Amen? How often are we covering ourselves in the Word? How often are we communing with the Holy Spirit? And, and, and so if you have a hard time controlling your temper, right, then it's a good test to do to say, okay, am I communing with the Holy Spirit? Am I in the Word? Because if I am, then guess what? The fruit of the Spirit are these things. If I'm, sp- if I'm spending time with the Holy Spirit every day, then guess what? This is the natural byproduct love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. These things will just begin to code us, right? And we'll just begin to walk in that way because as we spend time with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit begins to manifest His character through us, right? So we walk with the Spirit, right? We begin to behave in the way, you know, that, that, that God has taught us to behave, right? It's not rocket science, right? Just like for the, just like it's a real process for this duck to just be like I'm gonna rub some oil on me then I'm gonna go take a swim right <laughs> so every day we should be rubbing the word on us and spending time with the Holy Spirit before we walk out that door and take a swim in the world amen amen, amen. it's a big pond out there and it's not a friendly pond amen so we got to make sure we're oiled up we got to make sure that we're we're prayed up we got to make sure that right that that we're ready because otherwise As soon as you walk out that door, before you even walk out that door, those offenses are going to be flying at you. Are you ready for them? Amen? You guys get it? it? Amen. Um, The world may consider offense or to be offended a virtue, but for the believer, oil and water doesn't mix, neither should offense and the believer. Walking in offense and the believer should not mix. Amen? two key things from this verse number one slow down we don't have to always react and we don't always have to react quickly we should be slow to react slow to respond slow to anger get the details first process talk to the people before you make your verdict talk to the people (laughs) find out exactly what happened and guess what maybe what you thought happened actually did happen then guess what step number two let it roll off your back sometimes Maybe exactly what they meant to do to you is what they did and you know, you're not happy about it, you, have to, you can make a choice. I can let this roll off my back. Or I can let it ruin my day. I can let it roll on my back and keep swimming, right? Or, or I can choose to just get stuck in this pattern of bitterness and anger and, and shut myself down. Do you know that when, when ducks lose their ability to be waterproof by some of these methods that I mentioned, they call it wet feather. And wet feather can actually be deadly and dangerous for ducks because if they lose their waterproof coating, they, when they go to swim, they, they can become heavy right? When they're they're waterproof, you you ever jumped in a, you you ever hear that saying 100 pounds soaking wet? (laughs) It's that that idea, right? That water adds weight. When you got clothes on, it makes you heavy. It drags you down. Same thing with feathers. If it's not waterproof, it's going to drag you down, right? And um, so they could drown or they could have difficulty swimming or they can get really tired and fatigued. Um, Also, they can't keep warm when they're wet. This is why the water blocks out the cold, or the feathers block out the cold water and they can swim in the, the wintertime and still be warm. But when they have wet feather, that could be dangerous for them, right? And then they'll stay out of the water at times. Because, and then how will they get their food, right? So all of these different things um, can happen. Um, and so, so consider, consider the Christian who is walking in offense. Consider the negative impact that it has on you and your relationships. Consider how it will affect your ability to produce consider how it will affect your ability to relate with your other healthy relationships, right? When we're walking around with wet feathers, when we're walking around and we're uncomfortable, when we're walking around and we're not happy, when we're walking around and we're sick, right? Think about it for a minute. And, and so what is, what is the typical, like I mentioned earlier, um, uh, a lot of times what they first do with a duck who has wet feathers is what we're going to give an opportunity to do just now, if you want to stand with me. Amen? It's first of all, they take the duck, they give them a warm bath, and they soap and warm water, make sure they wash off any dirt or junk that may be on them, anything that might be like messing up their coat, get rid of any like little mites and ticks and little things that might be parasitic, you know, and like feeding on them and making them sick, right? And then they give them good food because they might be malnourished. If that oil gland is not producing, they give them some good grain and some good food. Amen. And and so I just want to have um, um, some some of the prayer workers come up and just want to give a quick opportunity, amen, for us to, to be able to have a time to pray. Amen. And if you feel like you've had challenges, you know, if you've had challenges, maybe we can play a little song. If you've had challenges in how you deal with offense, where you're quick, quick to respond, quick to get angry, quick to lash out, or you're holding on to stuff longer than what you should, you, you, you try to deal with it, you know, but, but days later, weeks later, you're still kind of like harping on it in your mind. It still keeps coming back, and you're having a hard time letting it go. Amen? Would you come up, and we can pray. We'll give you a warm bath, not literally. <laughs> but we'll just just pray that God would just wash over you and cause all that junk to fall off your feathers. You don't have to keep carrying it. And if you're lacking oil, if your communion with the Holy Spirit maybe is not strong like it used to be or not as frequent as it used to be, would you come and we can just welcome the Holy Spirit Welcome the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, you know what? Let's all just come up for that. I just, let's just all come up for that. Let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen? Fresh oil. Amen? Fresh oil. That God would cause us to remember that we have access to that oil. And that as we dive in in our relationship with Him, we can pour it all over us. He wants to pour it all over us so that we are coded and that we are demonstrating a life that is spirit-led not flesh-led not cultural led do you know that the bible is counter-cultural we are not supposed to be like the world in every way amen praise God so if you want specific prayer you could come on up closer and make sure you find one of the prayer workers but if you just want the general prayer you can just stay where you are amen hallelujah father We just pray that Your Spirit would come. Holy Spirit, come. We invite Your presence. Pour Your oil. Pour Your oil, Holy Spirit, that we would partake of the fruit of the Spirit, that we would slow down. God, that we would respond properly and accordingly that we would let things roll off our back at times when we need to. Lord, that we would be more patient. God, help us to be more kind. Help us to be more gentle. Pour your oil of gentleness, your oil of peace, right now, God, over any of us who might be dealing with an offense that's been really grievous to us. Lord, pour that oil of peace. Your peace, Prince of Peace, Jesus, come and fill our hearts. Lord, that we would be able to release whatever needs to be released in Jesus' name. Lord, that we would not be perpetually offended and not always upset about so many things. But Lord, we would be able to let things slide off and keep moving. Keep swimming, keep living, keep loving. Keep being who you've called us to be in this world, salt and light. Lord, that we would be examples to this world of what we do when we are offended, of what we do when we are angry, of how we would properly deal with it and then move on. But not get stuck in it, not let a bitter root grow. In Jesus' name. in Jesus name we pray amen and the church said amen if you want if you want individual prayer you can stay but if not feel free you can you can go back to your seat or you can pray where you are up to you hallelujah